0: When you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved
1: from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I was pissed for a long time at my mom.
2: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 30. I am your host, Alanized and this is Noche de Pendejadas. Para todas las pendejas allá en casita que se están preguntando qué chingados es esto, escuchen pendejas. Noche de Pendejadas is a weekly episodic show where I go ahead and bring your favorite influencer to chismear, have some cocktail and see what the fuck. They've been up to So si tu quieres ver a tu influencer favorito Hazme a favor and stop what you're doing And drop their usernames down below Porque uno nunca sabe A la mejor para la semana que viene Te lo traigo La semana pasada you guys Les trajimos una invitada super chingona Y esta semana no les tenemos una excepción Please help me welcome my guest tonight lover 89 Hello, hello Hi, 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 hi. You guys, esa es la segunda vez que tenemos a Candy aquí sentada, but the first time was a little different. I feel like a lot of people don't know that you've been on the show because mm-hmm. they're always preguntando, Bring Candy, bring Candy, mamá, like, ya se las traje. Today is the 30th episode of this season, but it's the 48th episode of Noche de Pendejadas entirely. So I was like, you know what? I need to bring the first person that was ever on my podcast. I need to bring the first ever person that kind of believed in the vision that Noche de Pendejadas is today to talk. And I'm so excited to have you. How are you? I'm
1: good. I'm excited to be here too. It's so different from the first time. Like it's crazy. I remember the first time we were like just going with the flow. The first time we were filming
2: on iPhones, you guys. And it was like iPhones like this. And the first time Candy wasn't even wearing makeup. And she was wearing my merch. Like it's crazy to see how much the show has grown since, and I'm very grateful that you were like the first episode because throughout the years, you guys, since I met you, I feel like we've created such a beautiful friendship. So I'm so excited, you guys, because today, en vez del drama, ahora mejor sea el drama hoy. Pero hoy quiero conocer más a Candy y quiero que ustedes la conozcan un poquito más. So, antes de que empecemos, para la gente que no te conoce, tell them who you are and what you do.
1: Okay, so I'm Angelica Torres. That's my real name, but I'm known as Candy Love eighty nine. I do makeup, I do music, I to have my own business. I do a little bit of everything. And I'm usually very bilingual. So les voy a meter un poquitito de español por ahí de vez en cuando. Y pues
2: sí. Yo he dicho que la candy le hace a todo. Le a todo. Like, I always say that you're such a hardworking woman. Y a veces I'm like, girl, you need to slow down. I because know. yo no sé cómo no se vuelve loca. O a la mejor si se vuelve loca. She's like, I'm actually going crazy <laughs> right I'm now. Like, my
1: eyes twitching. Um, <laughs> she's like, I'm
2: about to relapse. <laughs> no, but it's crazy because if you guys were to really know everything candy does in a day I'm like I don't know how you do it And that's why you're so successful Because tú no tienes para You don't don't let anything stop you You know, para los que no saben también Candy and me are nominated for an award Which one are you nominated for?
1: Makeup Influencer of the Year (laughs) Which
2: rightfully you'll take again Second year in a row Si quieren ir a votar, you guys, for us I am nominated for Lifestyle Influencer of the Year And, you know, we have Candy nominated For Makeup Artist of the Year So para empezar con el chisme, you guys I want to know a little bit more about you I want to know about your story how you started how was candy lover as a child or should i say angelica as a child
1: i lived in puerto rico till i was 11 i want to say we grew up we grew up okay i never want to say like we started you know poor or anything like that because i just i know how hard my mom worked so i feel like for us it was just we were just going through it i mean i know what it is to shower with bowls i know what it is to warm up water on the stove so i could shower with hot water like i've been through everything and i feel like when you when you start like that you appreciate everything yeah. that comes to you more so i think that's one of the reasons why i'm here and why i work so hard i never have like like I'm, I'm never just like okay this is this is good i'm gonna stay right here i always i'm always trying to find a way to grow i'm always trying to find a way to help my family and yeah when when I was little like i went i went through a lot i remember and i always say this story and mom if you're seeing this i'm so sorry like i never want her to feel bad yeah. about it but it's something that taught me a lot but i remember there was a christmas where she was working three jobs Mm-hmm. And she didn't have anything for me for Christmas, and I was like, "It's it's fine, like it's okay." She went to the dollar store, and it was a, it was a coloring book. And Puerto Rico dollar stores are like a yeah. dollar to like five dollars. And she gets me this Powerpuff Girls coloring book, and she, when she gives it to me, she starts crying. And I was like, "It's okay, like I loved it. I yeah. loved it. I've always been creative, so." Like I would do puzzles and I would do like Barbies and all that stuff. So like even the coloring book, I was, I was happy with, I was super excited. It was like one of the big chunky ones yeah. and I was so excited and she was so sad and it broke my heart. It's, it's funny cause we were both having completely different emotions with the same situation. I was excited because I've always sad. been appreciative and she was so sad. And Have you ever
2: talked to her about that moment? Yeah. And what, what did yeah. she, has she ever told you what's gone in her head? What was going through her head?
1: She was, she was struggling. Yeah. She was working hard. It was like to the point where I barely saw her. My grandma was, her and my grandma were pretty much like racing me full time. Yeah. And my grandma was helping her with everything. So that's why I'm very close with my family. I'm an only child from my mom's side. My dad has other kids. From my mom's side, I was the only child. So growing up, I was very close to them. I was very shy. Siempre he sido timida, aunque sea yeah. persona. Even in, in person, I am very shy. Like, I remember, like when yeah. you first probably met me, I was probably like, hi. And
2: I'm like, what? You grew up in Puerto Rico hasta los 11 años. How was it like, you know, you guys picking up all your stuff and moving countries?
1: So that was really hard because, like I was saying, I was really shy growing up, like very timid. I didn't have that many friends because I was like, I was a big girl. Yeah. In my school, there wasn't that many like bigger girls and I was one of them and I had a big gap on my like in my teeth you could fit two straws like literally two straws like and it's funny because my stepdad would make me do it like I'd put ah, this, and I'd be like
2: she's like, like let's it try noise. for three today uh?
1: <laughs> like people would make fun of me for it um I remember fourth grade people would call me the blue whale and there oh, was like s- like stairs in the school and I'd be coming down the stairs and be like kids kids can be cruel yeah. and they were like oh viene la ballena azul, viene la ballena azul and I'm just like yeah i'm like okay here i come (laughs) you're like i guess but it also made me stronger yeah and i i I never say like bullying is the right thing i I think bullying sucks Mm -hmm. but at the same time it it helped me grow thick skin i got used to it you can call me whatever you want at the end of the day it's still me i can't change it today so i'm just gonna keep going with whatever i got and then we moved to california and that was hard because i didn't know any english i didn't know any english at all and california it's I want to say it's more Mexican Mm -hmm. Spanish. Yeah. So when I moved here, a lot of people didn't understand certain words that I would say. And I'm like, I'm speaking Spanish. And I was, I just, I just wanted to stay at home. I was pissed for a long time at my mom because I didn't understand. I didn't understand what, that the move was actually good for me, but I was finally like, Making friends. It was sixth grade when we moved. And I was like, oh, like I'm leaving everything. I'm leaving my dad. I'm leaving my family behind. We're moving to this brand new place, brand new culture. The schools were different. Everything was different. And I'll forever be grateful for my mom moving me here because it changed my life and it changed all of our lives. Yeah, no, I
2: feel like te trajo a un lugar donde hay mas oportunidades. And look at you. You know, you've made sure that every opportunity que se te ha brindado, la has agarrado. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's a big part of your success because you, I feel like you see something and you make something even greater out of that thing you see. Ya ahora eres candy lover 89. Hubo un tiempo donde... How did your name come about and how did you being on social media come about? I know the story. I'm like, I know the story. I know. Pero quiero que ustedes la sepan, you guys.
1: So I'm I'm toxic. Yo soy toxica full. Like, I'm crazy. Uh Darren, who's my boyfriend, we were still together 12 years later. So that, that gives you guys a hint that it did what was supposed to happen didn't happen.
2: I'm like, it worked what I <laughs> it did. Worked, it worked.
1: I made a fake profile named Candy Lover 89 because I don't like candy that much. So I don't so even like, like, like candy He's not going to
2: expect it's me.
1: And then I said 89 because I was born in 94. I'm like, oh, I'm going to seem older Like, more mature. mature. Uh (laughs) And I started writing him to see if he would, like, cheat on me. Obviously, he didn't. But I just left it because I was like, nothing's going to come from it. I didn't even have an Instagram. So, I just left it with the name. And then I started making the phone cases. I started, you know, my business. And I left the name. I didn't, I never thought I was going to grow or anything.
2: Okay, before we get to that, uh, I want to ask a question. Because, obviously, you've been using the same account. How does he find out that that account that now is a business was once, the person that was trying to catfish him.
1: He knew it was me.
2: Oh, he from the start? I don't know. I think because...
1: Or did you tell him? I kept talking crap about me. Um, I was like, like, your girlfriend's so ugly. you could do so much better. I, he's like, he I, I don't like... even post my
2: girl. Like, How do you know I have a girl? 100%. So Okay, so now phone cases. So
1: I started doing phone cases at 16. Oh, shit. So how mm-hmm. that started was I went to the mall with my mom And I wanted a phone case I love bedazzled stuff Like everything with bling Me encanta el brillo, cristales, todo eso And I wanted this phone case And it was $200 Damn Yeah I was like, what the heck? why? why? So I was like, oh, it's okay It's fine I'll make it myself uh-huh. So my mom bought me this like phone case making kit And I did my first one And I was like, I'm a genius I can make a business out of this Like, I'm so good yeah, no. I have right. to hype myself up because I do make a whole business, I bring myself event. down. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I can do it. I can do it. So I told my mom, I was like, Mom, I need you to be my investor. I was like, I need $100. I, I felt like I was in Shark Tank. Like, You're I like, sat, Look, mom, listen <laughs> and to my And We got like sandwich and, and I'm like, mommy, yo necesito $100. $100. I'm going to multiply. I'm going to start a business. And she was like, Okay. Okay, because she knows. Like I never, I'd never asked for money unless unless I really really needed it, or like if I was really passionate about something. So she was like, "Okay," so she gives me the hundred dollars. With that, I bought like supplies. I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna get like the cheapest supplies I can find so I can make the most out of it." And I made my first phone case. I posted it. Somebody was like, "Oh, I'll buy it," and I was like, "Thank you." And then I made a new one, and then I made another one, and then I started making some like without being ordered, just uh-huh. to have, so I could be like creative with it. And it just started blowing up, and people were like, "Oh my god, these are so cute!" And I'm like, "I oh, like, I love them. Yeah. I love them." And it started just growing and growing. And then um, I remember I started reaching out to influencers, makeup influencers mm-hmm. mainly. It, Patrick Starr was one of my first ones. Manny M.U.A. I asked them if I could send them a phone case, so I started sending them phone cases. They started posting me as Candy Lover 89. So everybody started knowing me as Candy. Candy. And I'm like, I can never change this
2: name. You're like, like that's not even my real name. It's, it's not. Isn't that a Everyone
1: thinks I'm born in 89. Everybody's like, Candy,
2: Candy, Candy. You know what's so funny, you guys? I remember seeing which is so crazy to me because I remember you would even send phone cases to Jenny69. Mm-hmm. I remember... Jenny, Patrick, Manny, people posting this. Y yo me acuerdo que yo los miraba, you know what I mean? But it's so crazy to think that you went from, you know, doing phone cases to now being fucking makeup artist of the fucking year. That's a fucking trip to me, girl. Like, how was that? ¿Cómo te fuiste de tu negocio of making cases to like, you know what? Yo quiero ser el influencer. Yo quiero ser el que va a promover mis cases. How did that happen? Because I...
1: Honestly, it's all about making my mom proud. Everything kind of always goes back to mom. Once I started making those phone cases and sending them and everything, I started selling them at the at the swap meet in Riverside. This lady was like, "Here, your table is so small. Just share a space with me." My table was like four feet, like it was tiny, and people couldn't even see me. So I had this little like, um, it was like a kid's toy, and it would go to get attention. Yeah, and I'd be like.
2: And they're like, the only only Here's I my stuff.
1: phone cases. <laughs> from there, I was like, okay, I'm thinking bigger. Always uh-huh. think bigger. Always think bigger. Because my mom was there with me at the Swap Me Too on the weekends, even though she was working five days a week in Santa Ana from Riverside. How old were really you far. at this time? I was 17 now.
2: Oh, shit.
1: I was 17. And then I was like, I want to get a job. Mm-hmm. I just, I feel like I've always wanted to be independent. Mm-hmm. I've never wanted to depend on, on anybody. I want to make my own money, just do my own thing and not have to worry about Mm-hmm. Anything else? So I said, Mom,
2: I want to open a store. Oh my God. Your and, mom's like, Yeah, mija, toque. Which is crazy because. But she made me get a job first. But no, that's also crazy because going back to the initial time where you asked for money for the cases, uno de chiquito pide dinero para ir a salir, para ir al cine, para comprar sus achitos. But you were asking her que te prestara dinero para abrir un business that's crazy
1: she was like get a job first um i got a job at a smoothie place and i got fired in two weeks i was like this isn't for me mo
2: ah you're like (laughs) i'm not the employee i am the employer well
1: because i yeah i've I've always had like that that like mind where i want to make it better yeah so i would give them like all this advice and they wouldn't take it i was just like and they're
2: like girl the business is established i just serve the damn smoothies
1: well i'm just saying they have they're under new ownership now for a reason
2: they should have listened to Caddy Lover.
1: I'm really good with yeah. marketing. I am. I love that. I love that stuff. It's so interesting and fun. Um, I started working at a clothing store, a boutique, uh-huh. and it, it wasn't doing too good for her. She was going through some stuff. Eventually, I was working there for free. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I was learning. And yeah. It was you like know? an internship. Yeah, and I was trying to help as much as I could. There's only so much I could do yeah. for her. But eventually she closed down the shop, and at that time I was 18. And I talked to the landlords. The landlords already knew that I was there almost every day. Yeah. I was pretty much like keeping the place like running. running. So I was like, is there any way that you can sign over the lease to me? And they knew, like, I'm, I've, I've always been responsible. That's just how I am. And they said, yeah. And I was like
2: mom you're like what the fuck do i do now with this whole ass boutique i'm like mom it's official and my mom was
1: just like okay let's do it like she was she never yeah. doubted it she never doubted it, and i was like okay like i'm, I'm gonna do this
0: today's episode is brought to you by angie Download the free Angie Mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. So when you had your boutique, were you
2: already influencing or no? Not give it. No. Oh, I was still shit. making phone cases for
1: influencers.
2: So you open your boutique. How did that go? Because you don't have it anymore.
1: It actually it was going really good. Uh-huh. But it's exhausting having a place where you have to be there open to close. I mean, you can hire employees, but for someone that's starting, yeah, it's hard it's to cost. trust. Yeah, it's a cost and it's hard to trust somebody with like your entire Business. Yeah. Yeah. So I was there seven days a week from open to close. You know, no sick days, no vacations. Um, if I genuinely needed a day, mom. Yeah. Which I I never wanted to ask her because I was like, this is mine, this is my responsibility, yeah. not hers. So my fat, like my stepdad and my mom, they would help me get inventory. They would help me like put it on hangers every Saturday. And it just it just got really draining. Mm-hmm. And eventually it got to the point where I was opening late. I didn't mean to, but it's just like, I was like, I have no life. Yeah. Yeah. And then from there, um, some stuff happened for like safety. Yeah. To where I told my mom after the three years, I was like, I think, I don't think I can do this anymore. So we had a lady come in once with a knife. Oh, shit. She was running away from the cops, decided to hide at my shop. She had a big old knife. The cops come in, they're pointing the taser at me because she was hiding in my fitting room. And I'm like,
2: you're like, ah.
1: I'm like this is terrifying right now.
2: Yeah, no, for for sure. And then there
1: was another instance because me, if I have to work, I'll stay there all night. Mm-hmm. There was a, me and Darren pulled a few all nighters at the store too, and there was another time where next door they were someone was breaking in, oh. so they brought these sledgehammers because they knew they knew where like the the, the safe was that? Yeah, the and safe, everything. Yeah. And we just hear all the banging, all the banging. And me, I'm nosy, so I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> I see the sledgehammer. I'm like.
2: <laughs> you're like you're call next. Eh? You're like call the police or your next homegirl. That's scary. And I still had
1: my pink car, so I'm like, it's not obvious at all. Like in the parking lot, the only car, the out only there. bright pink car. It was literally Thanksgiving night because Black Friday was the next day. That's why we were oh, getting you ready guys for. were setting up. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, this is this is this is dangerous. This is scary, and yeah. it's not worth it. I don't want to lose my life over over, over being at a shop over clothing because I had clothing, I had accessories, wigs. And then from there, I told my mom, you know what? I think, I think I'm think i done. Oh, shit. I think I'm going to close the shop. It, just, it, it was traumatizing. Yeah. It was scary. So With I closed no the shop. With no plans?
2: No plans. No plans. No plans. Because you weren't even doing Candy Lovery Night Lives on
1: no. Facebook. I was just doing the phone cases so, online and maybe like trying to sell some of the clothing online. So I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I know that right now I don't feel safe. Yeah. Honestly, I fell in like a really hard depression because I was still living at home. At this time I'm uh-huh. I was either 21 or 22 and I was still living at home. The only job I had was just selling the phone cases online. My mom gave me one of the rooms in the house mm. to kind of make into like my little workstation. And that was doing pretty good. And then I started going live because I I was at home all day now. Mm -hmm. So first, I had all this interaction every day at the shop with so many people to being at home completely by myself. And at that time, my boyfriend was a truck driver, so I could only see him four days a month.
2: So, so you're like, bitch, what the fuck do I do I'm with my
1: like, life? I'm I am, I'm, what is happening right yeah. now? And I got really depressed and I started just going live on Facebook and I would literally just go live and it would just be like two people watching. I think it was just Darren and my mom watching. Yeah, Darren on it the trucks. It was a FaceTime. It was yeah. literally like a FaceTime. A FaceTime
2: with them. And, and you're like, please use my code. And you're like, honey, don't it's have just one. Mall, <laughs> huh? You didn't even have one I at the time? No, I didn't have anything. Oh my God. It uh-huh. was just
1: me just going live. So you
2: kept going live.
1: Yeah, I was like, it doesn't hurt anything. I'm already here. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to make some friends and talk to, like, anybody. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, it started just blowing up. I remember the first time we had, like, 50 people. I was like, Mom. You're like, Mom. We made it.
2: (laughs) That's crazy. And then 100,
1: and then 1,000, and then.
2: To now, like, getting, like, 30, 50,000 people live it's crazy it's crazy you know what's something that the way i found candy lover you guys was through facebook i used to not be into like facebook and i didn't know there was a world beyond like instagram musically at the time because i don't even think it was tiktok it was Mm musically it was musically until one day my sister was like i was trying to get into facebook lives because i was seeing people you know i had seen people like let's do makeup and other people like blowing up and I was like, maybe I should try Facebook. And I was like, let me see who does Facebook. And I remember my sister was like, oh, I follow this girl. She's so funny. She's so sweet. Candy lover 89. And then we met at Annette's launch party. That is crazy. But and at, at, the, at that day, I didn't know he knew who I
1: was. I was spangirling and he was like, he you came up to, I, I was came like, up.
2: Yes. And I was like, Candy Lover 89. And then she's like, ah! Yeah. It really was like that. But you know what is crazy? It's crazy to see because at the time, I thought you were at your prime. But it's crazy to see what TikTok did that I'm like, wait, she was just starting. Because her prime is even greater. You know what I mean? Like, how did that go? Because I remember I've had convos with you where you've been like, fuck, like, I don't know what to do with social media anymore. You know, shit's been going up and down. And then TikTok happens to you.
1: So here's the thing with social media. A lot of people think, oh my God, it's so easy. They're posting videos or taking pictures or living the life. Yeah it's not like that there's Mm -hmm. so much that goes on behind the scenes and it's a lot of mental stuff as Uh well like we get judged for everything we do whether it's good whether it's bad people are constantly just attacking 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 and it's tough Mm -hmm. can you guys imagine like just being on your phone and just people criticizing every single thing about you including all of those insecurities because we all have them yes and just it's it hurts and it's not just that like for example i go live maybe one hour to two hours a day there's 24 hours in a day And people think that- That's your life. That's my life. No, I wake up, I have to deal with customer service because in my business, I'm still running my business. I'm still a part of my business. I know there's a lot of influencers that once they create their business and they focus more on videos, they kind of assign more people to certain roles to where me, I'm still not ready for that. So I'll still, still sit there and ship. I still do, I do my customer service. I do my inventory picking. I'm the one that talks to my suppliers. Like I- I'm still running my business mm-hmm. completely. And a lot of people don't see that. Before
2: we get into the TikTok, how did you go from you know influencing to creating this empire of selling wigs? Cause I feel like palos que no saben or palos que sí si saben, Candy sells wigs de todas, you guys. That I literally have like five in my fucking beauty room <laughs> of her wigs. How did you get that idea of selling wigs? So I had gotten
1: extensions, like uh-huh. you know, like the, the tape ones? Uh-huh. And I don't know what happened, but I, I was allergic to something and a lot of my hair back here had fallen out. Oh shit. So I started wearing wigs and I was like, why didn't I find this before? Like uh-huh. my, my, the looks were changing, you know, I've always had a big forehead. So I was like, I'm able to cut like two You're inches. hundred like, percent. Mm. Look, Ooh, it keeps going. People are like, where do you get your wigs? And I'm like, maybe, maybe I should look into it and start yeah. selling wigs and i started like finding different suppliers different colors different everything and i started doing wig shows on facebook mm-hmm. the wig shows on facebook if you've never seen one of my wig shows is where i try on every single wig that i have in stock and i show it and how to wear it and everything so now i probably try on like 400 wigs in two hours
2: yeah you guys when i watch her wig shows my neck starts hurting so i can only imagine how her neck is because she'd be like boom boom and I'm like does your neck hurt
1: yes and my back it's uh, but my she back literally like, will go the whole hour and not yeah. complain no never yeah. I don't complain I always say <clears throat> there's always gonna be people that work harder than me mm-hmm. but I'm still gonna work my hardest Yeah, and I'm not gonna complain it's you know it's what's helping me be where I'm at. It's paying our bills and people are happy with the product. That's mm-hmm. that's what matters to me.
2: Now I want to talk about TikTok because I feel like before you blew up on TikTok, I remember having com- intimate convos, which I feel like now as part of your success, I feel like those little convos and how you felt at the time make your success even bigger. I remember at the time you were, I remember when we'd speak, you'd be like, oh my God, like my engagement, like I don't know what's going on. Like something is going on that you were panicking about your." Longevity on social media. I feel like for a moment you were even doubting. Honestly, I doubt that every day. And it's crazy because every Candy Lover is so big. And so I'm- how did you go from that to like blowing up on TikTok?
1: Honestly, I don't even know. I feel like I just found somewhere in the algorithm and I like slipped through and and it blew up. It blew up. People like the bilingual. I feel like there's not that many influencers that translate on the spot, and that's something that I'm really yeah. good at. You know, I'm, I'm always very encouraging. I'm always very like kind, and I try to make the TikToks kind of fun, bring that energy and just have fun in that minute.
2: I remember a combo cuz we'd go out, right? And Candy is big, girl. She had at, before TikTok, I think you had probably like what, 4 million, 3 million on Facebook. Mm-hmm. When well, we'd go out her her audience was mainly like East Coast. East Coast, and a lot of them, like, Latino America. Not a lot, like, here, right? So I remember when we would go out, she would be like, oh, like, no one knows me, no one knows me. But I feel like through TikTok, you yeah. became really known in the States. Yeah. Because now I feel like you've established yourself, like, no, I'm not just, my audience is not just Latino America. It's everywhere. No, How I get do you people, feel? I get people coming up to me, and they're like, Pukiti, and I'm like, oh! That's iconic, <laughs> you guys. I love saying Bukit. I think I've said it like in many vlogs. It's just so fucking catchy. It's so. How did you even come up with that? I don't know. It was just one it just video. Came people, out.
1: Yeah, I think I was just like Bukit, and it.
2: You were trying to make like a magic sound. Yeah. <laughs> like and now it's a brand. Like, I'm like, like merch bibidi, coming bibidi, soon type
1: of thing. And it
2: stuck. It stuck. And people love it. I remember you telling me that even when you wouldn't say, it, people would get mad.
1: Yeah. Same with if I don't finish it with Toma Pa' Que goces. Uh-huh. Toma Pa' Que Goces, mami. They're like.
2: They're like, uh-uh, redo the video. They're like. <laughs> Blocked. I they're like, report, <laughs> ah. The last thing I want to talk about is music. For those of you guys that don't know, you have a really successful, like, I say it's pretty successful because although you don't necessarily always promote music, when you've launched music, it's always charted.
1: Yeah.
2: How did the music come to play?
1: So I would sing in my lives. Uh-huh. I would sing to my mom to go get me the the sponge, the huevo. Mm-hmm. And people would be like, you kind of sing good. I'm like, yeah. I, I, I've been singing since before doing uh-huh. social media. Since I was four, I've always loved to sing, but I, I never thought anything would come from it. Yeah. And then people were like, oh, do music, come out with music. And then I met uh, my friend La Costosa, who had just released a single. And I was like, I love it. Yeah. And she was like. Oh, I'll give you my producer. So I then I met my my producer El Fara, who's in Puerto Rico, and I was uh-huh. like, I'm gonna do it. So I traveled to Puerto Rico. I recorded a song. I did the music video. Everything out of pocket. What's your
2: first song then? Which one? Far from home. Far from home. Uh huh.
1: Far from home because it, it, I feel like it. It, it kind of talks a lot about my story yes. being uh-huh. from Puerto Rico in California, which is literally like the.
2: Is farthest... that the song you got kicked out of the hotel for? Yes. Almost got sued for. Mm. Yeah. Uh
1: huh.
2: That's a crazy
1: one. So you started
2: music and it just blew up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that song got to, I think that one went up to number three, Mm -hmm. but it was like the first song like ever, Ever. and it was in one day and I was like, what the heck? Like, can I do this? Can I do this? Like, will people really like the music? And so far they have. I mean, I feel like I'm not where I want to be in music yet, but I'm also always scared to promote it. If that makes sense. It's all the insecurities. I'm literally so insecure.
2: And it's so crazy because I feel like I look up to you a lot and I feel like, I'm not even saying this y'all, like if you're someone I've talked to about Candy Lover 2 you'll know that I'm always like preaching how much of a hard worker you are because just in the short time, you guys, we've talked about a music career, a fucking, you know, going live, a TikToker, like you do so much. And that's where I say, like, how does she do it? Yet like you still end up like thinking that you're not enough. Like I think I see Candy now like a star.
1: But we've sat. Uh-huh. We've sat in my we've car sat. and we've literally sat and we've talked and we've had this conversation multiple times uh-huh. where I'm like, I just don't feel like I fit in. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like people like me. I'm I'm awkward. I'm I'm not that But I feel outgoing. like that's what makes
2: you different. And we've had combos, like, if we want, we're gonna get deep, y'all. Uh, we've had combos that, like, I see her as a star, but there's times, and I've seen it, even like your influencers that might have ni de seguidores, amigos, la tratan como si, like, como si nada, como X. And it's crazy because we've talked about that before, and you've expressed to me how that makes you feel, and it's. You can see it, you know what I mean? Like, there's been occasions where we've been together and they're like, me tratan a mi como si yo soy mas que ella. And I'm like, no, nadie es mas que nadie. But it's crazy because they see candy. and And this is what I told her. And I was like, you know what? Like, you're so flamboyant. You're so, like, bubbly online. And that's how she is in person that I feel like es lo mismo conmigo. Mucha gente because, oh, pinche pendeja. No me toman en serio. And it's like, uh-uh, I think I've changed it up to where I'm like, yes, I'm this person online, but you're not going to treat me like I'm a fool in person. You're not going to treat me like I'm a walking clown, like you're going to respect me. And I feel like you've had, you know, instances where you don't feel respected. Why is that?
1: That's something I I still wonder, because it yeah. happens to me all the time. And especially being in this industry yes. when, where I'm a lot uh, around so many people that are huge. Yeah, You know, I'm not asking to be treated better than anybody yeah I'm just trying I'm just trying to be respected and treated equally like yes it's it's kind of like if you're if you're in school and you're seeing a teacher is treating a certain kid different than another kid it's like why yeah what's the difference
2: you know what's crazy you guys is that I've lived this first hand with her you know we've been to events to stuff where it's so obvious like they'll see us together and I'm not even here throwing numbers but technically speaking to a brand you're more beneficial like if we're really getting technical no you really are though come on like your stats but it's crazy because there's been instances where we'll be together and they'll treat me like better than her and I'm like does this happen to you? She's like, all the time. All the time. And we've had convos where I'm like, that's fucked up. Like, why do people, brands, and people in general do that? You know what I mean?
1: And even just like the looks. And I think it's mainly appearances. Mm-hmm. Because even, and we've had this conversation yes. too, where me, I I used to not care about yeah. like whether I was wearing makeup or whether I have designer stuff. Now I feel like I've had to do it. Because if not, I do get treated a lot differently. Yeah. Especially like I would go to events and I would drive my Kia Soul and I'm just like, yeah, my little pink car. Mm. And I love everybody knows I love my little pink Kia. Like yep. it got me through everything. And I'll I'll get to an event and I get those looks. Like, ew. Yeah. Like they look at me like I'm I'm like, it's just a car. It's getting me to where I need to go. And it's
2: And it's so crazy, you guys, when I think about that, because that was actually a combo. I remember this fucking combo. It was my birthday week.
1: When I got uh, there two days early. When she got early. here two
2: days early, I went to her car and we were chatting for like hours, bitch. Like hours. And I remember me and her talking. And it's so crazy because when that happens, when people see her pulling up in her Soul, they're probably like, no la toman en serio, which is so fucked up. But lo que la gente no sabe. She has a whole empire. She has a whole... Warehouse, a home. You bought it, and her house is amazing. Ya quisiera uno. Pero lo que es lo que yo le dije, ella es que tú no te importa aparecer lo que lo que no eres porque tú sabes quién eres. And that's what makes her different. But I, I remember when we were talk, having this convo. I was like, social media is so fucked up. Where la gente te va a tratar how you show up. It's so fucked up and we have, we've had combos like this where I'm like, I can show up in the Jeep and she can show up in the Kia Soul, even though she has her own home. If we're really technically speaking, like she's more successful, people will like. Oh, no, she's not. And treat her as what she's writing. When in reality, she can buy herself a fucking G-Wagon, but you don't, you know what I mean? And I feel like that's so fucked up, and I feel like it's such a great topic to talk about because I feel like it goes to anyone, to influencers, to brands. Stop treating people different. If you're going to treat everyone the same, treat everyone the same.
1: Yeah, like I've seen, we've been to a lot, I've yeah. been to a lot of brand events. Uh-huh. M- launches, just parties, all this stuff, and I'm around a lot of influencers. Yes. And I've seen where influencers are Are rude even to people that are working the events. Me, I've stayed um, at the... Okay, I'm gonna. uh, Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Selena Gomez. uh, This is good.
2: Are you like like, uh, this?
1: Is this is a good thing? This is a good thing. But for example, at the Rare Beauty event, um, I stayed till the end, Mm -hmm. and some of the the waitresses knew who I was, and I literally stayed chatting with them probably for another like extra hour, Mm -hmm. because I don't care. Like I treat everybody equally. Like at the end of the day, we're all people. We all do the same stuff. We all. Have our, our our things and it's okay. Like I, I'll talk to anybody. I'm kind yeah. to everybody. I don't care what you drive. I don't care what you look like. If you're a kind person, I'm gonna be a kind person back. Mm-hmm. That's just how it is.
2: But yo lo que yo le he dicho mucho a ella, like, lo que te separa a ti is that she's genuinely humble like she's genuinely a good person and i've always told her you're so good at people that that's why they take advantage because la gente, it's not just about treating her it differently it's about taking advantage but you know what i will say i will say something going back to facebook and your lives i've seen a growth in you i've seen it in your lives and antes si algo te te quedabas callada si alguien te atacaba callada And whenever you've spoken up about real things that matter to you, like when people are making fun of your weight, when people are not respecting you, when you've had, you know, when you went to Mexico, when people were almost suffocating you, and just a lot of instances where you've spoken up, that's already giving a change. Because now you're like, you know what? I'm nice, but I'm also gonna be respected. And 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 I
1: also wanna like, Share those experiences because you just yeah. never know where you could be in that situation. Yeah. So, like recently in Miami, I had another pretty bad experience uh-huh. happen in the hotel, and I spoke about it, and people were like, "You're just always drama. You're so dramatic." I'm like, "It's the, it's also a thing called and I did take psychology because uh-huh. I did take a semester in college, um, and it's called selective hearing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, oh, you always read the negative comments, but I'll be I'll be reading all these positive ones, and they're uh-huh. It kind of like slides. And I'm like, no, it's not like that. And it's the same for these experiences. Now that I'm traveling more, more things are going to happen. Yeah, and there, there, I can't avoid it. I mean, if I stay at home, I stay at home, but I'm trying to get out there. I'm really trying to grow more as a, not just a makeup influencer, but I'm trying to share my personal life, trying to share like my music, everything that I'm doing at the time. Like it's, yeah. it's, yeah. I've been changing a lot of my content as well
2: And that's amazing <laughs> It's great seeing that growth It's great seeing the wow Like cause yo la conozco you guys No estoy hablando de años But I'm talking about at least four years And I've seen the growth in you Not just as a creator but as a person right. And it's so refreshing to see it Because it's kind of like seeing you blossom Into even greater things Cause I already thought she was great Like I'm like girl like Like to be honest you guys Even though she, I'm sure she does She has her bad days But yo me la miro a I was like ni a una mosca a la mano. <laughs> like she just does no harm, but obviously we're all human and she can have her slip-ups But what I'm trying to say is that you're just such a great person and a, such a great human being Y por eso se le ha dado lo que se le ha dado Okay you guys, so ya después de tanto chisme we're approaching the end But instead of having the wheel of pendejadas, we're gonna do something different So como le estamos diciendo, Candy es una cantante y nos va a cantar algo
1: This one is like probably the, the song that everybody knows the most, Like, uh-huh Lo que quiera, he visto mi manera, so that one's a little, little part. And then my most recent release, which is La Ruta. I'll sing a little bit of that one too. That one goes. Nada se compara con lo que tenemos. Te llevo a la nube cuando. No guys, no me no te pero nunca lo que te You
2: guys si quieren to escuchar toda su música on Apple Music, YouTube, on the que la pueden encontrar bajo Candy Lover
1: Candy
2: Lover. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and turn it to Candy Pac What's next for Candy Lover '89?
1: So there's more music coming. There might be some merch coming. You know, some poquiti, some toma goces. I don't. Know. Like I said, I'm just, I'm just going with it and just trying my best. New, new products, new music, uh, whatever, whatever comes. It all depends on your support. Um, American Influencer Awards are coming. So that's something that we're really excited about.
2: Vote every single day, amigas. Yes, every day we're out. Cada día. Voten con el email de su novio, de su mamá, de su perro, de su cucaracha, de lo que quieran votar, pero voten. Llegamos al final de este video. Muchas gracias for being with us today. I'm going to go ahead and leave our social medias down below on the screen y también las mías para que no se pierdan any future episode
1: so I say this in all my Facebook lives before I end, because I never, you never know who needs to hear the message. So remember, there's only one of you in this entire world. You are special, you are unique,
2: and you can do anything.
1: Normally, I hug the camera, but the camera's kind of far, but my little air hug.
2: <laughs> and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye, guys.
0: I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers.